1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Clearly, even before a, a shovel is swung to put these things in place, they're not going down all that well. Councillor Oliver Moran of the Green Party joins me. Would you agree with me, Oliver? They're not going well even before a shovel is swung in anger. Good morning.
2: Good morning, PJ. Um, <clears throat> there's no doubt there's huge, huge changes uh, being proposed. Um, and I, 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 agree with pretty much everything you said just there. And I know from talking to a lot of people, they are worried. Um, and I, I think part of it has been about the, the, the nature of the conversation so far, uh, that it, you it, know, it, it's focused on, uh, you know, that element of fear that people rightly or wrongly feel. Um, and, and less about kind of working our way through what are the, the issues here and, um, and bringing that directly to the NTA. At the at the meeting last night, I felt that there was a, a quite a stark difference uh, in the conversation between. Some councillors who, who, you know, point out the same things which, which you've just done. Um, and then another group of councillors who've taken a different tack uh, about arranging meetings with the NTA directly, you know, bringing residents and residents groups who, who have genuine concerns, arranging those meetings, working through the problems. And my experience, and I think I, this is reflected certainly with, with Shane O'Connor and I think Mick also had similar experience, that when, when you take these problems directly to, to the NTA, you say, look can't take that, or you know, I, I need this for, for a certain thing, or that, that route's not going to work. That more often than not, and when I say more often than not, mm. I, basically nine times out of ten, they're going to say, okay, we'll, we'll see what, what, what can be done. And in fact, my experience, and like others too, who've, who've engaged them so far, and I was, I was on your, your show a couple of months ago talking about York Street and, and other places, um, and you, <laughs> you know my opinion from, 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 from the very start of this is that some of this is not going to work. But this is the first of three rounds of consultation over the mm. next two years, and my feeling now, after having that initial, you know, initial round of criticism and saying, "Look, these guys, you know, don't seem to know what they're, what they're dealing with on the ground here," my sense from dealing with them is that they're actually very engaging. They're really listening, yeah. um, and they will, they will change the plans if you come to them with, with ideas.
1: Because I think it has been stressed once or twice, um, possibly not loudly enough. <laughs> that these initial meetings and the initial drawings and diagrams on the website, they're just, are they an opening hand of cards, if you want, Oliver, being played by the NTA? And that we're an awful long way uh, away from pickaxes, shovels and and anything like that.
2: Oh, we're, we're very far away from pickaxes and shovels, and I think that that needs to be stressed to people. Like pickaxe, pickaxes and shovels isn't going to happen until after twenty twenty-five. And there's a lot of conversation between That's, here far, and then. Away, then. Oh, that's, that's far away then, because I
1: think I I have to say, Oliver, and and I'm, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but certainly to my ears here, you're certainly the first individual to say that on the opinion line that there won't be a no, shovel absolutely. swung it, in anger it, until at least twenty twenty-five.
2: The, the, this the, the, the bus Connects plan isn't going to be actually hitting the roads until after 2025 their 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 period for actually building is is between 2025 20, and 30 and bef- you know between now and then it's all conversation and everything so there's no one going to be ripping up anybody's garden next winter <laughs> certainly not definitely not right actually next winter uh, it's well not next winter after next winter We'll expect a second round of of drawings to come out. So early next spring, oh. they'll they'll have taken all the feedback and come out with another round of drawings. And look, I was talking to colleagues in Dublin up at the weekend, because you know they, they're a bit ahead of us in terms of bus connects. And I was trying to get a grip. Look, between the different stages, you know how how much revised are the drawings, and their clear message wise, they come back and they're different. And that's, that's the thing that, that residents need to do. Like the, the community forums are starting this week. Uh, even if you're not going to be able to attend one of the community forums, you can get on to them directly. You can you can, you can email them. Uh, there's, an, there's an online form where, where you, you can make your comments. Go get on to your local councillor. Ask them to arrange a meeting with you if you're, if you're a residents group. But you can see you're happy to meet with small groups. And, you know, put it to them what your issues are. And make sure you have your say. Because, look... I've had York Street, I've St. Luke's Cross, St. Joseph's Church, places where I've had serious issues with what's being proposed, big impacts for residents around them, and in every case they've said, okay, we'll take it away, we'll we'll go, we'll come back with something else.
1: I'm just quoting here from Own English. Um, he said, Mary Rose, he quotes Mary Rose Desmond, who was saying that the proposals are, are arrogant and the idea that people can make a submission, people with no background in engineering or planning. That's one thing. Uh, Councillor Derry Canty was saying that he's attended three meetings and might as well have been talking to his desk and said there'd be chaos in Ballincollig. And Councillor Colum Kelleher, uh, the former Lord Mayor, has said the design would close his tire business. So, are you saying to me, Oliver, that all of your council, all of the people I've just quoted, have not grasped it that we are at the first stage of a very long process? Are you saying they don't know what they're talking about?
2: Well, what I'm saying is, it was very clear last night that there was, that there, was there was there was two sets of councillors, I believe, at, at, the, at the council meeting last night some of whom who have you know, been engaging with the NTA and have come out with quite a positive experience and who would have all started, we would have all started from the same place, right? We would have all started with saying, this, this is lack of local knowledge, like I, I, you know, this isn't going to work or you know, some part of the problem. And some people, it would seem, have, have really grasped the nipple here, taken you know, with the issues that the residents group have, arranged meetings, face-to-face time with, with the NTA and are confident now that come around to issues will be solved. And maybe, you know, other people are, are a little bit further behind that journey. Look, it's only been a summer. Not everybody has had the opportunity to have these meetings, but certainly the people who have, we're coming out with it, with a different feeling.
1: Alright, we'll see where it goes, Oliver. Thank you uh, very much, Councillor Oliver Moran of the Green Party. Now, I don't know if anybody else has said that publicly, but it's the first time I can ever heard it, remember it being said to me directly on the opinion line, is that there won't be a shovel brandished until at least 2025 and that these are just drawings what you see in front of you is just a map it's just a drawing it's just a draft it's just an idea of what could be done and there are going to be two or three different rounds of consultation before we come up with a final drawing and that's a new understanding for me i don't know if it's new for you Is it new for you, Councillor Kieran McCarthy? I mean, were you aware that this is a very, very long road before we start touching anything like anybody's front garden? Morning,
4: yeah. yeah good morning, PJ. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm aware it's a long process, but I'm just I'm not happy at all with how the process has started. As in. I think mean, this started in early July, probably the, a week after the launch, and then some people, for example, on Douglas Road and, and elsewhere in my area got notes in from the NTA, they were unsigned, there was no phone number attached. And then it it just took several, several weeks before further information was taken out. So people began to speak across back garden walls, and there was like Chinese whispers. And and just, I, I've I, like I've spent the last... 10 weeks actually out on the road flaring hoses trying to give people information just that this is actually what's happening um, and I'm finding a lot of the people that I've met I, mean, I also hosted five public meetings um, especially around the, the whole Mangala and the, the bridge proposal over yeah. the Mangala uh, and I've just met a lot of people like who don't have the information. And the NTA said, yeah, we'll singe out the booklets. And they sent out booklets to people, we'd say, who are immediately affected by the proposal of a compulsory purchase order. But we'd say the person who's just off the main road, who might be 10 metres from the main road, like they didn't get information. Uh, and of course, I mean, the main road is also there. We'd we say Boring Manor Road or Douglas Road is also their world. Um, same with Douglas Village uh, and people on, on, on Grange Road. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I've met a lot of people, and the the sentiment out there is that we don't know about this, and so I've I've spent ten weeks trying to get information to people. Um, no, it for me, it's been a very very long summer working with bus it connects. The amount of phone calls, amount of emails, the amount of kind of meeting people, pounding pavements, and. and I went along to the Nemo Rangers meeting, and I was—I mean, the that was for my area—and um, the NTA did meet people. In fairness to them, and I, I was—I was there for nine out of the ten hours of the public consultation meeting local people, and many again, many local people came in. They were armed with information, but came away with very little answers. Yeah, um, and, and yeah. so that added to the frustration. So for me, it's frustration, anger. Lack of communication.
1: Communication is the word it was going to jump upon.
4: Yeah, and that's why last evening I called for a vote of no confidence in the, in, in the process. It wasn't supported by the council. I just think this has been built on lack of communication, mistrust, where we're unsure where we're going with this. And I think people deserve better than that. And, and I. I disagree with Oliver in terms of, I think we are having a, a frank and honest conversation on it within the council. Many councillors are up to speed on this. Not every councillor agrees that I don't agree with it. I... And it's not just taking away a piece of someone's front garden. It's a whole a whole front garden in, 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 many, in, in some yeah. cases. Yeah. In the darkest darker case on Douglas Road. I mean, Patriot, the devil is in the detail. I mean, I've, I've gone out with the plans and the roads that are affected in my area... Uh, and I've come back, to, come back shocked. And so there's an onus on me to share that information with uh, with, with with the general public who didn't get the information from the NTA, uh, and that that that's that, that's shocking and that's worrying. Yeah, uh, and that's just adding up. I, I mean, I, God, this I, I,
1: is I, this I, is beginning to sound like Air Lingus cancellations. The the level of communication going on here,
4: it just needs to improve. And I, I mean, if this is our starting point, and we have. 5 years before a shovel is to to go I mean what's it going to be like in 5 years time uh, I mean I've 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 come mm-hmm. out uh, also in the Comfort chamber, asking for their comms units to step down or be replaced uh, by another comms unit, another set of people. I, I just, I'm just not happy, and I mean, Oliver mentioned that the maps that went out. I mean, you want to be uh, a geographer, or a map reader to read the maps and the level of detail. I mean, I, I, I had people in my area that actually had to take out measuring tapes uh, and get, and measure out, look at the map and look at the scale and trying to figure out that oh, it's, it's not two meters they're taking; it's ten meters. I mean on Douglas Road for example the, the CPOs vary from 2 metres to 20 metres yeah. um, like PJ I can bring you out and walk the road which you can get a sense of I've spoken
1: to enough people who myself who, who are worried and they say look you know losing my front garden to a bus lane I don't like that idea I don't want anything to do with that that's a genuine feeling that people have and yes I, I wanted to give oliver his say and say look this is not something that's going to start in the morning and yes it's important that we know that it's not something that's going to start tomorrow or indeed tomorrow week but you are making an equally important point well if the communication at this stage is as as bad as people say it is well we're not we're not starting from a good fitting good footing are we
4: yeah, yeah, that that that's my that's my principal point and it's the principal point I've made in the council chamber, chamber now several times uh, I I'm, I'm just I just not happy with it. And it's just adding to people just being upset on the ground and, and people are upset because of this lack of information. I know they have the information uh, I mean I've had people ringing me during the summer going oh should I cancel my summer holidays and just go just work on this and um, I mean it came out like these, these consultation meetings were in the middle of July when people are away, were away on holidays and I had people know who are ringing me like as they've come back from holidays in the last yeah. two or three weeks kind of going what's the setup with this
1: and would well, they be right in thinking that when they were organised so quickly it made it look more urgent than it actually is so people began to panic a bit
4: yeah but it just looked Again, incompetent in their communication plan. It, it, it looks like, yeah, we, we need to do this as soon as possible instead of waiting until September. Okay. I mean, if this is a seven or eight-year project, why can't we wait till the proper times? Um, like, people do go away in holidays. It. it was the first time in two years, like, right. since, since COVID there started. No
1: one, there was no one around in July and August. You want to be trying to get people to talk on radio program? There was no one around in July yeah, or yeah, August. Yeah, yeah. 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 karen can I just ask you one more thing? Because you were with me last week, about the collapsed key wall or the endangered key wall at South Kidbridge, Bridge. You did. As you said you would, you brought it up. What happened?
4: Yeah, I kind of had to push for an answer. I mean, they're they're certainly liaising with the person who owns the uh, the car park there on private land, so they're seeking urgent engagement from from them to fix up the key wall. Uh, I didn't kind of push the question. Well, what if the key wall collapses and kind of affects Southgate Bridge? And I was kind of and I, I kind of gave them well, what if this happened? And they were they were slow to, to, to comment to me, but they can use dangerous um, building, dangerous structures legislation uh, to basically move in, take over a site. And and then kind of build a, build a private owner. But only if this kind of spreads to to, to Southgate Bridge, in effect. It would say, for example, ends up closing the bridge. Um, so that I think that was a question you actually you wanted me to ask. Yeah, you, you, for, tweeted uh, your, the,
1: your, you tweeted the response to your question, which was question eight on last night's agenda. You asked uh, for an update on progress report on the resolution, and part of the answer you got, a written answer, was telling you what actually happened.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why, I, t- I mean, you're, you're, you're lucky when you ask a question to the chief executive, you can come back in with a supplementary question, but just one supplementary question, so you have to be careful to be exact on what you ask, and I I, uh, I didn't even get an answer to that, I had to push again, and so I, I had to beg the indulgence of the Lord Mayor to come back in to get that supplementary question answered. Um, so you still know the wiser. Well, I'm, 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 I'm wiser in terms of if that if this escalates into something that's going to endanger the general public. I'm so bridge that they will intervene. I'm, I, I'm happier and and more content with okay. uh, with that. I didn't have that information uh, last week when you were interviewing me. So, I, I, yeah, I know I'm happier this week, and okay. hopefully, you're happier, PJ, that well, you have a little bit more information.
1: Well, certainly, yes, and thank you for bringing it back to us because th- they've said that they can intervene if it becomes an emergency, and at least at least that is where it is now thank you uh, councilor Kieran mccarthy and before him uh, councilor oliver moran courts 96 fm